All right, says we're preparing to go live. All right, says we're live. All right, let me get this thing squared up and we'll be ready to go. Gavork is getting all of his stuff together. I love when he does that. All right, let me put the volume down on that. All right, Kavork's got all of her stuff up there. Oh, that's great, Kavork. All right, so, <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to Whiskey Wednesday. Hi. All right. <laughs> I was like, I didn't, I didn't know if you guys were still alive. If you want, anybody that wants to fill up spaces up in the front instead of sitting in the back, feel free to do so now. All right, this is going to be a, uh, a little bit different. Oh, it, oh, it's going to tell me I'm being live streamed. Okay, hold on. Um, it's going to be a little bit different Whiskey Wednesday. I have John's gonna, uh, John Hendricks is going to uh, join me up here. We're going to do some tasting tonight. A uh, little bit different than we normally do because you guys are actually, uh, for most of the stuff tonight, are going to be tasting things that are not available yet. So in some cases, you're actually tasting barrel samples of stuff that you know, Randall, myself, and Gio would go through to pick, uh, pick what we're going to do. So um, I guess without like further ado, we should probably just dive in, right? It's the only way to do right. it. Well, let's get Kavor. Kavor's going to take his pictures. No, go ahead. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Can everybody say hi? thank you to Kavor for getting everything ready for us tonight? Thank you, sir. All right. So let's start. Let's start with the first one. I, I, I've put it up here on, on the on-deck circle here of the stuff that we're going to be trying. Um, so I had to use some shorthand, so I will, I will work our way through it. The first one that we're going to do is from Wild Turkey Distillery. So this will be a, uh, this will be a Russell's Reserve when we get going. I know. Isn't that great? Russell's Reserve, we haven't had for like, what, a year? Yeah, so it's not here yet, So, but you guys are going to get to try it. Um, so this one here, uh, this location is TYR uh, uh, Warehouse K3. Uh, the proof on this is 113.4. On um, chill filter, this was, uh, the date filled was uh, 12L20. So L is December. Um, and the letter 12. Letter 12, yeah. Letter 12. <laughs> um, that's how it works. For most of these things. Um, so we just put this one. We got actually just got this one in the nick of time because the first round of samples they had sent to us was a mess. Uh, we don't know what, what was going on. So they were able to send us another round of samples, but everything needed to be in by uh, August 31st. So we got, we got our stuff in, I think, on the last day. So um, they had sent us up four samples, four or five samples, four, I think. And uh, what you're trying in front of you is the uh, is the the best one, the best one of the four. And they were, by the way, and they were all very good. And I love when that happens because now you're getting to split hairs. Like you know, I know I'm bald, but I it's like like splitting hairs. <laughs> like which one do I like better? But they're all very good. There's not a loser in the bunch, which is nice. Well, they make all great right? stuff. So yeah, I'm hoping to get back down there that the, this so a lot of the distilleries uh for those who don't know a lot of the distilleries aren't really open yet so um uh wild turkey i i don't think is opened yet that might have changed in the last week or so but 
for the last time I was in Kentucky, I couldn't go see anybody because they were they were they were shut down. That's delicious. There's a lot going on in there. No. So what do you guys think of that one? Guys all ready for the wild turkey to come in the Russell's Reserve now? Gives you a nice little sneak peek. So they don't they won't change too much from what you guys are trying now because it's going to be a pretty small window. Um, sometimes depending on when we pick and when they're going to bottle, um, there could be some slight variation, but, um, this one would be pretty spot on or should be. It's definitely kind of got that, uh, arrival of fall thing going on. Like, cool yeah, I mean, night. I really love what, I mean, I really love wild Turkey Me too. Um, you know, uh, it was funny cause I met with the new, there's a new rep now for wild Turkey here in Massachusetts. And um, the reason why this one says uh, vetted, because that's going to be uh, the lock and key name for this barreling. Vetted. It's going to be called vetted. Not because, vetted. Huh? Not vetted. vetted. Not, no, not vetted. 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 Because um, we actually had, uh, we were able, because we had a big sample for a lot of people to try this, to sort of see what they thought. Oh, and see. we compare. So if you guys get to try it last week, um to sort of see so it has been through the ring over various amount of people because we usually don't get that option uh geo knows like most of the samples if they send us samples are sort of small i, I couldn't do, certainly do it with a crowd this size we have over 35 people here it's like well actually 37 people here tonight um to try stuff so there's usually not enough liquid to go around for everybody to try it so um this one we were able to go did it did it did it pass as long as it passed muster with this crowd i guess we're okay I would say so. Yes, that is perfectly acceptable. Uh, can you substitute wild turkey for the bird at Thanksgiving? Yes, that's perfectly acceptable. As a matter of fact, that is PETA approved. Now, Kavork, if you come to my house on Thanksgiving, <laughs> I definitely do have some wild turkey bourbon in a couple of the dishes. Like I yeah, yeah. A mushroom dish with wild you turkey. You can eat and drink your bourbon. I like it. It's the way to do it. Yes, it is Peter approved. All right. Uh, the next one that we're uh, going to try tonight, um, we thought we were going to have to give you guys uh, a barrel sample of it, have, have it shipped up, but this actually arrived today. So this is available. Gio's got this already upstairs, right? Yes. So the next whiskey that we're going to try is, of course, it's Maker's Mark. And this is the mystery machine. So the mystery machine is for those of you who started this journey with us. Um, we actually came out with the first of the uh, uh, the private selection, which allows you to put um, staves inside the barrel. So what they do is they mix up a batch of Maker's Mark um, as if they were going to just make Maker's Mark, and that's at cast strength, still in still in the um, uh, stainless steel, uh, hopper. Yep. And you pick out, uh, different stays, 10 staves that go inside the barrel. So they take the top off the barrel. They put the staves on a, a metal ring. They drop that into the barrel, put the, the top back on it. And then you fill the barrel with this, with basically a, um, uh, the, 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 the batch of maker's mark. So technically it's not aging. It's just kind of resting and it's, it's well, yeah, finished. even more so John, because they don't put it back in the Rick house mm -hmm. after they do this. Once, once that's done, they, uh, maker's mark has basically a cave. Um, it's put in there. 
uh, for like two, three months. And so the only influence now on that whiskey is the staves themselves. So we pick out our stave combination and we put it in there. Now, if you notice on the front of this, there's it's question mark on every, every uh, where you're supposed to put how many staves of each you put in. Um, there's five different types of, of staves. So uh, you could do any combination of 10. Ours has uh, question marks across the board because we're not telling anybody what stave combination we've used. It's like the recipe for Coke. Yes. Yeah. This, uh, or I, I, was th I was thinking more chartreuse, but sure, go. <laughs> um, so the, real, the cool part is now is they've, st they've changed the stave combinations. So there are more, there's some of the staves dropped off. I think one dropped off and one came on, or is it two and two? I can't remember, but there's now new staves. We haven't been able to go down to Kentucky to actually pick our, our new combination with the new type of staves. Um, we actually did the mystery machine again with our old combination. This combination is now is you can't do it. The only way you could do it is if you're grandfathered like we are. So there are some staves that are no longer in the program uh, that we used on this. I will try to tell you uh, how many or, or which one, but, um, and so no one can actually do this combination anymore. So there's a, a thousand and one combinations. There was. Now, do you, do you use all 10 staves? You don't have to. That's that, okay. It's still part of that. You don't have to. So territory here. Uh, all five, anyways, there's five different combinations. So um, this one started out as Codex, Codex Redux, Triple X, and one we still have some upstairs. If it ain't broke, uh, is up there. And the new one is the Mystery Machine. So this is the fifth time we've done this combination. I know there's a couple guys in here that have every single one and multiples of every single one. You might be one of those guys. You know, I the, the first three, yes, I don't have if it ain't Baroque yet. But oh, if it ain't Baroque, that said, you might have to get that because that's, that's starting that's, to run down. That's on my target. It's almost, my... it almost worked out perfect because yeah. we have, what about six cases left? Seven. Okay. We have about seven cases left of the old ones. So, so now are you going to continue to keep this series going? Are you going to do six yes. and on? Okay. Until they say we can't do this series anymore. anymore. We don't have any more of those days. I, 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 it's been so, so popular. Uh, I'd say we keep it going. You guys be the judge. You try it. Tell me, should we keep it going? I, I, I think you should. <laughs> now, They've each had little. I was going to say. They're, yeah. They each little are a little nuances. bit different. Yeah. Between the. I think this one is this one may be the most mellow of the bunch. It's got good flavor, but I this is just for you guys to know. This is 109.3. I don't think it tastes that um I don't think it tastes that ABV or that proof. Well, what's what's interesting is like I did do a bunch of notes on the the first three. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first one being very butterscotchy. Right. The second one being very cinnamony, the third one being very caramely. Right. And so now I got to get number. So now you got to get them all in there. All right. All right. Um, what do you guys think? Yes, no. You like weeders? So this is like weeder. This is like a weeder with extra wood. Because that's what you're doing. You're throwing stave, more staves in it. Yeah. So um, yes. It is the same, all five barrels that we've done have been the exact same stave combination. There's always going to be variances in the whiskey, 
there's always going to be even a little bit of variance in the staves themselves. Okay. Um, the only good, good part is they put it, since they put it in a cave, um, Mega, since they put it in the cave, there is very little, um, if practically no um, outside influence. So they put it back in the Rick house, let's say, and they put it on a high floor and they got, you know, a, let's say they ended up doing it in the, in the summer and got more heat on it, then there'd be a big difference. But the way they do it is they put it in the cave so that the only influence, the goal for that is the only influence will be the staves themselves. All right. I like this one. It's got a lot of like warm baking spices in it. Um, I can find out for you, but it's, 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 it's a cave. It's relatively cool. It's like a back wall. It's in, it's, it's carved into the, um, like a, almost like the, the, the hillside. Um, it's, it's, It'd be like, yeah, it's, I don't think it gets any warmer than like, it is conditioned to so I don't think it gets any warmer than like 60, 70 degrees. So same. Yeah. Same price as the others. Same price as the others. Yep. All right. Okay. So we're going to jump around a little bit in what we're tasting tonight. Um, because I wanted to give you guys a breath of all the different stuff that is coming. We've done some pretty wild things this uh, this year, um, despite having some definite restrictions this past year of what we can and could not do and and going places and all this stuff. We get a lot of neat stuff coming. Uh, one of the ones that we have coming this year that I think is pretty neat is we're, we're going to be doing a sherry cast finished whiskey. Um, this is um, this is from Virginia Distillery. VD, I didn't look too good on the board, but <laughs> I didn't have enough space in Virginia. So um, you take that however you wish. Um, so uh, the, this is a sherry cast finish. However, the, the sherry used for this one is actually is Fino sherry, which is a little bit drier of a sherry. This one is actually called Fino Fin finish. So Fino Fin, uh, uh, Fino finish. Um, this is a marriage uh, of both Scotch malt whiskey and American whiskey finished in the sherry casks. So it's a little bit different. Joe, did you find the price? Was you able to get to you? 64. 60, oh, yeah, so $65. This one's going to go far. I will tell you this is 92 proof. Uh, so unchill, fil unchill filtered. Um, so try it. Listen, I know this is not going to be everybody's uh, cup of tea. Um, but um, I really thought that this had some really cool qualities to it. Um, and I love the fact that the Fino finish I thought was really, really good. It hits you like, right away, right yeah. in front. No, it's okay. So Oloroso, Oloroso Sherry or PX yes. Sherry is going to be it tends to that sweeter side. Um, Fino Sherry is a drier Sherry and it's just, you're going to get more of that Right. I really like that. That's not so we've done. We've actually done Fino Sherry from uh, Cavalon. And there's not there's not a lot uh, of there's not a lot of them no. out there. There is there is some stuff coming over from uh, from Scotland this year, which I've, I've had some Fino Sherry uh, finishes with that. A lot of times they'll mix match them. They'll be like Oloroso Fino and um, PX and then they they blend them together. This was the, the finish on this one, of, of course, was that i will let you guys know that there's another um we have another whiskey coming from uh virginia distillery and the 29th of this month of september we're actually going to have um 
I don't know if Amanda's going to make it here, but we're going to have her on the TV. Um, but we have a, we have, we're going to have a whiskey Wednesday with, uh, uh, with Virginia distilling. I think those guys really came through for lock and key kind of mm. throughout the pandemic because yeah, they've done some they, nice they did those classes things. with you guys. And- All right. So I already know that like, this is going to be a mixed bag, but what do you guys think? Yes. No, no, no. Yes. Yes. About, I get like, I get, you know, it's, 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 it's got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of different things going on. I will tell you this, however, I think um, uh, the original sample, I don't really have a lot of it because it's one of those things that like, even if you're not crazy about it, like I kept going back to it. I kept like retrying it. It's a, you know when you try something and you're not sure about it, it's a, but for some reason you have to keep yeah. going back and retrying it. That was for, the, for me, this, this was just all about, I really liked the whole structure of it. I liked everything about it. It's not at the top of my wheelhouse of stuff that I like, but then I have found myself drinking more of it. Well, that's it's weird. It's well, it I'm a little of, strange. It anyway, kind of falls so. into that thinking man category. Yes, yes. Like, you know, it's just one of those things where to me, like if I was watching TV, reading a book, but I'm also a scotch guy. So, so it's got the scotch the, whiskey. It's got American is, whiskey in it. Exactly. This is right. right up my alley. Okay. Fair enough. Well, then you're really going to be blown away by the next one because the next one. So I'm going to give you, uh, this is an American whiskey. All right. Everybody knows that. Uh, well, a lot of you in here know that American, you can take one of those John. American whiskey is such a broad category that anything that doesn't fit pigeonholed into something else is can basically be named American whiskey. I don't like the fact that they call this American whiskey. Is it mostly single? Malt? And I'll explain to you. <laughs> so here's the, here's the basic make- makeup. So this is coming out to us from mythology. All right. Um, the mythology distillery. Um, they are, uh, sourcing a lot of their whiskeys but what they're doing is they're putting stuff together so one of the guys that used to be at um uh at high west is now here oh one of the guys that was doing a lot of the blending and putting stuff together is now with these guys so there's a lot of experimentation going on a lot of different things happening so this is the whiskey blend of this american whiskey two to three year old rye which is a 95, five, 95% rye, 5% malted barley, a four-year-old bourbon, 60% corn, 36% rye, 4% malted barley, a five-year-old bourbon, 68% corn, 20% wheat, 12% malted barley. All right. At a 100.4 proof. So, and then what they do with this, and this is what's very different about this. So now you basically have, Bourbon, bourbon and rye mixed together, right? Cats and dogs living together and said, you know, that type of thing. And then they, then they threw this into a uh, Syrah barrel. And they aged it. They finished it in a Syrah barrel. The name of this whiskey is Key Syrah Syrah. So a little bit of play on words though. So this is, so this is, Fantastic. This is now jumping categories. This is, you're going to see a lot more people get into this, whether it's not, there's, they're not sticking to like the traditional, here's a whiskey and it has to be a bourbon or a rye. You got the bourbon and rye blended together, two types of bourbon, one type of rye blended together. Then on top of that, you're finishing it 
in a wine, this one happens to be finished in a wine barrel, but it could be, you know, it could be cognac, sherry, whatever. Then you're finishing in the wine barrel. So now all of a sudden you get this conglomeration of all these different things coming together, hopefully to make something really cool. I think this is really cool. Now, now, now as I sit here and that's just resting on my palate, mm -hmm. it reminds me of an old fashioned, mm -hmm. like it's like a cocktail, but without all it, but with the stuff in it at the same, it, the That's thing about this unique. that struck the thing that struck me most about this, um, it's so flavorful mm. that you could just throw a rock on this and, and throw a orange peel in it or uh, whatever you wanted to yeah. put in it and garnish it and just drink it like it is. And be quite honest with you, this is a hundred proof. It's over a hundred proof. It just doesn't doesn't. I don't. Out. I don't. I'm not getting any like burn at all. No, no. On this. Yeah. Agreed. No. <laughs> this is not here yet. This is one of those that are not here yet. This one isn't here yet either, but they had already bottled it. So they shipped me up a bottle in advance of this coming for the, for the Virginia Highland. Yeah. Uh, Virginia, I always keep Virginia Highland because I'm so used to it. Virginia distillery. Um, the, uh, uh, the mythology one is coming. So this is actually called hell bear. And it's got some really weird story about the hell bear. I'm not going to get into it, but well, it's really, it's very different packaging. We have some of their products. Now you can see them on the shelf. We started carrying some of their products. I am not super crazy about the packaging. Oh, is it one of those where they put all this? Eh, I've seen worse. I've seen worse. <laughs> no, I, I, trust me. I've seen way worse. I've seen way worse. So I don't know if you guys, I can pass this around. So you guys can, uh, you want to take this, David? And just pass it around so that people can look through. That's the that's their booklet that they they sent to me. So I, I would have the packaging. Back. Whoever put this together, right? Definitely hit a home run. And when people are asking, "Is this here yet?" Right, you, you know. already know. <laughs> that's, that's good. so. Like I said, this is very very different. So I I will let you. I I will talk after about price on this, but I will tell you this is going to be um this is going to be like sixty nine ninety nine. Wow. And I'll tell you the whole story about that after. All right. Okay. Okay. What do you guys think of this? Delicious. Yes. No. Okay. Like, again, that's why there's Coke, Pepsi, and Royal Crown soda. So there's all over the place. Yeah, I think so. But they're doing, but yes, 95.5 would be a classic MGP rye recipe although a lot of other i gotta tell you now a lot of other people are doing the 95.5 so they were sort of the set trendsetter on that one um but but yes i i believe so there's so much money. they're in um denver i think it says on that thing if i'm wrong let me know i just get the book just check it but i think i'm right on that one yeah I, I like, I love this one. I think it's just really, so cool and so unique that I, that I thought this was really, really, really neat. It's definitely going to make an exhibition to the, we were going to do, we were going to do one more. It's not here yet uh, tonight, but um, geo on the 22nd of September is going to be doing the tasting. Cause I'm going to be at the mass pack trade show. So geo is going to be doing that. And it's actually, some of the constellation products and the one we were going to do is a constellation product. It is high West. Um, I will let you guys know, we do have a whole bottle of it. So you guys are going to be able to try that one for that night. 
and that's uh, that's finished in a grenache uh, 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 barrel, and it's called panache grenache, just to make things difficult. <laughs> so this one's uh, this one will be out. So um, I was really happy. Like like these are all things. The only thing that ended up being available was just by one? chance. They sent me up a bottle, but the only thing that ended up actually is available tonight off the on deck circle mm -hmm. is the maker's mark. All right. A couple of people have asked about a couple of things that we haven't like we haven't been able to do a lot of um, whiskey Wednesdays. So I'm trying to catch us up a little bit on stuff that's here and it's actually selling out and, and not everybody's tried yet or is sitting on the shelf because no one's tried it yet. Mm -hmm. um, that type of stuff. So the next one up is um, a rye whiskey. Uh, this is Pinhook. This is the second of our vertical series. So this one should be a five-year-old rye. Five, this, yeah, five this one's old, 111.9 proof. What was it? 111? 111.9. 111. Out of the gate. 111.9. You have to speak up. Can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 111. This one's called uh, Out of the Gate. At the Post was the first one. Second one out is Out of the Gate. Um, so uh, this is... Um, the pin hook, this is a vertical series that we're going to do. We are going to do it until uh, I don't like them anymore or until we get to the end, whichever comes first. This is now available. Do you probably have this one? Yeah. Uh, the four-year-old was the first one, five-year-old. We hope to get all the way up to 12. So if you bought this one online, we have your name and number and all that stuff. So when the next one comes out, we'll let you know. All right, so you get first first dibs that way. Yeah, it doesn't. A couple of people said this does not have. You're not the only one that said this. A lot of people Agreed. said this doesn't taste like it's that high of a proof. Um, this is our second one. <laughs> we had the first 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 one was the four year old. This is the five year old. We're out of four. We actually have one. We actually had four on Redemption Day. So it doesn't mean it won't make an appearance, but you should always make sure that you uh, stay stay tuned on, on some of these things. Or just like I said, it's Ryan's a vertical basement. series. What's that? Or just head over to Ryan's basement. Or head over to my basement. <laughs> Where we found out last week, he's got a few things down. Yeah. There. I'm actually really happy with this so far. So, um, you know, Rye, Rye to me, Rye... Um, loses graininess and tastes a little bit more mature at a younger age. Um, the four, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a four-year-old rye. Uh, you get four-year-old, three or four-year-old bourbons can sometimes be good or bad and have graininess or not in them. Um, seems to take that a little bit longer. I think it's because there's such, got such um, intense other flavors going on. Well, there's a reason why ryes work really well in cocktails right. for that very reason. No, it doesn't. No. no, this one's really nice. We've been, uh, I, I think we've been fortunate in the first two um, that we've gone through this, you know, obviously being the second one. Um, we've gotten some really good um, barrels to pick from. I don't know how we get older as we're going through this. And does that, yeah, does that always diminish, add up? I hands. will go as long as they're good. I will, I, at one point I may say we're done. And then I might put it to everybody who's bought one 
and say like, okay, look, I'm not as happy with some of these coming out, but some people like, listen, I want the 12 year old and you can get it the same price. I mean, there's people that go like, you know, well, I'll pick a really, I'll pick the best one I can, but I'll let everybody know that unless I'll let them decide if they want to go further or not. And then for the, for the completest, the completest in here. Yes. Yes. There's something to be said is like, there's something to be said about like taking it to the outer limit. But when you, when, if you go over the hill, <laughs> sometimes uh, it's a, it's a mixed bag. I, I've done that. Uh, gone over the hill a few times. Yeah. Things myself. Well, I mean, <laughs> one of the good examples is uh, we were able to do some of the Jefferson uh, presidentials, mm, which okay. were actually uh, Stetzel Wellers. Yes. Uh, Trey was actually very, very nice and allowed us to pick barrels. Now he was doing blending. He was doing micro batching with them, yeah. but he let us pick some um, single barrels. And he was very generous with that. We will always remember him to, for doing that for us. But we actually did get to the point where we got we got to the point where I'm not crazy about this barrel. The next the next go around, we passed on it. It was before a point where we were doing micro batching. We passed on it. It would have sold. I, I mean, it wasn't the fact well, that we would have bought it and it would have sat here. It would have sold. But I I, I well just I didn't. It wasn't. It to, to me, it had passed the point of uh, value to taste ratio. So at the time, I do remember this actually pretty clearly. And I, I know that it probably would have sold just on the name Stitzel Weller alone. Cause even then not a lot of people had the chance to try Stitzel Weller. And I still have a bottle of the bottle and a half of that Stitzel, that 18 year old from, from that time. Yeah. And I, I, I still have it saved. It's like one of my very special. It's really good. Whiskeys. It's amazing. No, the ones we did were really, really good. And I thought you were nuts for not taking the next one. Now I never tried the next one. Right. So I, and that's like, the problem. So I never had the benefit. Of, no one gets, no one gets exactly said, what we did. That said, I have come down the pike with you on many things later where I have tried some of your rejects and realized why the rejects you were right to reject. Them. Yeah. So based on that, you guys got to remember when we do stuff, it's also our reputation. There might be stuff here tonight that you tried that you like or don't like. That's your personal taste but I'm not going to present to you stuff that is um, uh, less than uh, superior quality. So, you know, every, not everybody's going to like everything, but they will always be of good quality. But that's how the lock and key name has gotten. That's built. how we've done it. Yeah. All right. So the last whiskey that you're going to have tonight, um, the last whiskey, very excited. The last whiskey you're going to have tonight, Oh, and not here anyways. I don't know where you're going after, but, but, but yeah, you got your coin. You better keep your coin is okay. So this, this rarely happens. So I think it's a happy circumstance to sort of put it out there. Westland is taking its core range and basically throwing it out the door. So they, there was the American Oak. There was the Sherry. There was the peated. That's the core. That's the three core range of of um of westland okay there will be no more sherry there'll be no more peat i'm not going to say they're not going to do a one-off but as in the core range there'll be no sh sherry just straight sherry there'll be no peat and the american, american oak. oak is changing this is what you're trying now the last one number six is the uh, is now what is going to be the core uh expression from Westland, the flagship, the flagship. Yeah. Good, good point. This, however, what's really cool about it. Uh, you guys can judge for yourself. whether you like it better? I do. I think it's fantastic. It's actually gone down in price. 
So this is fifty nine ninety nine. You like that taste? You like the taste of fifty nine ninety nine? Do you? Well, there you go. And I think it's a smart move. I think um, I think the 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 flavor profile of this expression I think is 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 really good, and the price point I think is 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 really good. Uh, this is where American Single Malt now should, is going to have to set it. its new bar is sort of being in that, you know, that like 60 to 70 range yeah. instead of we had some ones. Now, that's not to say Westland's going to still do the Gariana. They're going to do the Colaire, which is their other project. They have the Cold Foot. All the limited editions. And they're going to do other limited editions. Still they're doing a barrel exchange program with some local breweries in the area where they've taken the barrels back from that were in the that had the beer in them. And then putting whiskey in them. So they have a lot of other stuff. There'll be single barrels. There'll be other stuff coming from them. But on the shelf every day, all the time, will be this. Flagship. What's that? 40, 46%. 46. And it says thoughtfully made all over the bottle. <laughs> well, the only confusion I had is we still had some of the old ones left. And that they, they, they look just like. Sure. Like you have to really read it. And the bottle changed slightly. So. Yeah, so I look at that. The, the nose is still unmistakably Westland. Like, as soon as you put it out you there. You still get that little bit of chocolate. There's a, um, the sherry comes through. The banana esters are there. Here's, here's the other part. This has peat. And there's smoke there. There is smoke there. Taste it again. Yeah. There is smoke there. It would be my no mean stretch of, the, uh, of anything. To call this peated, it's, I mean, I would, I think you would be silly to say that this is a peated whiskey at all. However, there is a element of smoke there. It's like a campfire sort of smoke at the end. And uh, it's just enough. I got to get, I got to get uh, Frank to try it because Frank cringes every time I mention this, a smoky or peated whiskey. But I think he would like, I think this would be in his wheelhouse because it's, it, it, it's it's just in the yeah. background. At heart, if you're a single malt person, yeah, like that is a home run, like right over the plate. I think that I I personally think they did a great job on it. That's fantastic. What 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 happens after that is remains to be seen, but um, I th I think the price point and the flavor profile is up there. So, do you know what they're thinking or why they did that? Was it, I don't know if there was like. I, I think it was a drawback of just saying like, look, let's like really put something out there. And I think, you know, if you're going to do a lot of, especially if you're going to do a lot of, um, and we can ask them too. It's not like they're trying to keep a secret I and mean, sure. we can call Matt and ask him. But for me looking at it say like, you know, let's put, let's put like uh, special editions out there, but let's have a whiskey that everybody can drink all the time that we're really proud of and that everybody can grab. And it'll be that one sort of gotcha. iconic Westland product. I think in everything that they've done, I've all you could always taste that it was Westland. Absolutely. I don't I think that that's off of there, but all right. So that is all the whiskeys we have tonight. So I, I hope everybody enjoyed them. Thank you for coming out. I want you guys to stay here. I'm gonna end the uh, I'm gonna end the live and I'll go through a couple other things while you guys are all here. Mm -hmm.